Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Today's episode is episode 105. It's a foodie Friday about what to do when your diet stops working, if you stop losing weight, if the scale stops moving, if your waist is stuck at a certain girth. What do you do? Do you lower the calories? Do you keep on expending more energy and moving more and more and more and dropping your food less and less or is there other options you might be surprised at what i have to say about this topic i think it's important and i think it's often misunderstood today's show is brought to you by you the listeners as always thank you for the support of the podcast wrapping up another month here at the triple f podcast and i gotta thank you guys for the growth experiencing another month of growth and i have you guys to thank for that so go leave a review on itunes if you like the show go subscribe and share the podcast on social media that alone helps so much with the podcast growing let's get down to today's show episode 105 a foodie friday on what to do when your diet stops working welcome to the fitness food and freedom podcast keep listening for some awesome advice on health motivation and becoming a better version of yourself be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the end of another week. And that means it's a Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. On Fridays, if you're a new listener, I like to talk about nutrition, I like to talk about diet, and I like to answer listener questions, especially because I've realized by doing this podcast, getting over 100 episodes out, and that uh, a lot of the questions that people have in health and fitness have to do with nutrition. There's a lot of misinformation out there, and there's a lot of conflicting information, right? There's different diet plans, there's different foods people think you should stay away from, but no one agrees on what they are. It's a very confusing space. And, you know, you might have the fundamentals nailed down of eating healthy. You might have the fundamentals nailed down of training well. But, you know, maybe the little things like what I'm going to talk about today, you don't really know what to do. And I am answering some listener questions today. I'm kind of combining. I've kind of just been letting some listener questions come in and reading them, taking them all in. And now kind of combining them into a topic that covers a lot of these questions. If you have a question you want answered, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact, triple the letter F, podcast.com slash contact, and just leave your question in the contact form there, and I will answer it on the show, or I'll email you, or I'll combine them like I'm doing today. This is several questions that were related to not being able to lose weight anymore, and not being able to see the scale keep moving or the body fat keep dropping, even though they're eating at a calorie deficit. Maybe they're, you know, they're eating healthier. They're eating less food. They're tracking their food religiously, and they're, you know, they're making sure that everything everything's good to go as far as their diet's concerned. But they're not losing weight. But it's not working. And I've got several questions like that. Different diet plans. Different different strategies but they all do come down to that calorie deficit and like you know no matter how you get there that's what a diet basically is is finding a way to eat less it's finding a way that you burn more than you take in and uh if this stops working what do you do right that's what i'm talking about today what do you do do you just keep lowering your calories what's going on that's the situation we're dealing with today and this is going to happen to everybody right this is going to happen 
this is going to happen to the person who's best at tracking their nutrition, the person who's really de- the re- really dialed in, really educated. It's also going to happen to the beginner that just uses an online calculator, right? It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen to a coach. It's going to happen to the coach's clients. It's going to happen to everybody. And this is because our bodies adapt. If you think about think about your hand, so put your hand out in front of you, and then think about if you had a piece of sandpaper in the other hand, right, you're going to rub your hand with the sandpaper. And eventually your body's going to adapt to that and grow tougher skin there, right? That's basically what I'm getting at. And this is the same way, like with calluses too. If you've done some manual labor or something, you know that, you know, you put enough stress on the skin, on the body, and it's going to adapt and grow something, grow the callus. It's going to adapt to that stressor. And this might seem a little abstract, but diet also is a stressor on your body, right? It's something that isn't natural. It's something your body doesn't like because you're eating less food than your body thinks you need to survive. And that's what's happening, right? Your body is literally dropping weight or dropping body fat to adapt to this stress. And another way it can adapt to this stress is adjusting your metabolism is uh, not dropping fat anymore or maybe even dropping muscle because it wants to preserve itself, right? Your body is smart and your body is very, very adaptable. It's going to adapt to the different stresses you throw at it, which is why dieting stops working after a while. That's just the way it works. It doesn't mean your metabolism is shot. It might just mean you're adapted to that calorie level and increasing or decreasing your calories is going to make a change and everyone's going to need to change their diet after a while for some it's going to be three weeks for some it's going to be three months Uh, but it is going to happen to everybody the key when you experience this the key to make sure you're ready when your diet stops working is just to prevent this in the first place from happening right push it off as far as possible and how you do that and how you prevent having a problem with this, this adaptation can be a good thing. This adaptation can be a bad thing. It can mean a damaged metabolism or it can just mean you got to lower your calories a little bit. But the key is to prevent, right? That's the key in a lot of different things is to not have to try to band-aid fix it when it comes. The key is actually to prevent it before it happens. And how you can do this in your diet is to not go too low on your calories too fast, right? That's my first piece of advice today is when you're first making your diet plan, you might be already too far deep in, but if you're considering going in a calorie deficit, Don't go too low too fast and maybe even make sure you're eating at a higher level before you drop your calories. So don't just be eating whatever you want to and then drop your calories down to like 10 times body weight because that might be a a crazy drop or it might not be a drop at all because you're not tracking your food. So you need to be aware of how much you're eating, eat a good amount of food and then drop a moderate amount, usually like 20 to 25% drop in your calories is a good place to start so if you're eating 2,000 calories you're going to be looking at dropping 200 calories or so you know is it's not a big deficit it's not a huge deficit you want anywhere from 200 to 400 calorie drop like if you're eating 2,000 that's on the low number you never want to go 10 times body weight it's kind of the number I set 
And that's easy to get to, right? If you weigh 180 pounds, if you're a male, um, you eat 1,800 calories, that's where I'd stop. Don't go lower than that because that means you're going to start damaging that metabolism. It's going to take a long time to repair that and to reverse diet up. So the prevention is the key. Don't go too low too fast and your body won't adapt to that low of a number. If you consider why this is important, you can kind of tell why I'm talking about this because if you go, if you're a female, you eat normally like 1600 calories and you drop it down to 900 calories and your body eventually is going to adapt. That will happen to everybody. So if your body adapts to 900, where do you go from there? right? Where do you go? Do you do more cardio and burn more and more calories? Do you drop your food even lower than 900? No, because that's not sustainable and it's probably even impossible to stick to that. So instead, prevent this from happening by, you know, doing a slower cut or maybe a more conservative calorie deficit. That's the key. It's also important that you get really good at tracking, right? You really need to get really good at tracking food so you 100% are confident in how much you're eating and the different breakdown of the foods you're eating. If you're just estimating everything, if you're thinking you're eating a cup of rice, but really you're eating a cup and a half of rice, if you think that it's a tablespoon of peanut butter, you're globbing onto your toast, but really it's a tablespoon and a half or two tablespoons, then you know you really aren't eating the amount you think your body's adapted to. You need to be really conscious of the amount of food you're eating and really conscious about uh, just about your tracking process, right? About weighing, about measuring. And this is very meticulous. This is something that takes time to get good at. And it's something I recommend everybody gets good at. So you need to get really good at tracking and be good at making healthy choices, right? Be good at making the choice to include more vegetables, include more water, choose lean proteins, choose less processed foods over more processed foods. Make those habits, the tracking and the food choices, just you know, solidify those in your lifestyle and then you'll be able to be in a better place when your diet stops working because you're going to know exactly where you're at and you're going to have good foundations. But what do you do if you've done all these things, right? You've prevented it, you have a good calorie deficit, maybe you have a coach who's setting it for you, maybe you're good at tracking, you've been tracking for a while. Maybe you're making good, healthy choices, you're moving more, you're eating good foods, you're eating at this good calorie deficit, you realize your body adapts to the stress. What do you do when your diet stops working? Because like I said, it does happen to everybody and it will happen. I have three options for you. Option number one, if your diet stops working, is to lower your calories or increase your expenditure, right? The calorie expenditure equation is calories in versus calories out, which means the difference of how many calories you take in through your food versus the amount of calories you expend through your daily activities. Even just sitting there, that's going to burn some kind of calories. Sleeping is going to burn some kind of calories. Your exercise is going to burn calories. Everything's going to burn it, and you have your total daily energy expenditure. If that is lower than your intake, you're going to gain weight. And if your intake is lower than what you expend, you're going to lose weight, right? So how do you 
adjust if your diet stops working and it's kind of stalling out? Well, you either increase expenditure or decrease your calories. Most of the time, it's going to be decreasing your calories because it's hard to consistently move more and burn away more calories every single day unless you're tracking your steps every day. Now, this has problems, right? This can be a good method. This can be a good method, but it does have problems. The problems just basically lie in a lot of people go too low too fast, like I talked about. And if you're at a really low calorie number already, there's nowhere to go uh, when you need to lower your calories or increase your expenditure. You're setting yourself up for metabolic damage and the need to reverse diet, the need to repair your metabolism because you're just going to crash it with eating that low of calories. You're going to be low energy. Your hormones are going to get out of whack. You're not going to feel your best, and you're not going to be as healthy as you could be. Uh, These are the problems that are associated with lowering your calories. That's why it's usually not the best option. However, if you do the diet right, you should be able to do this at least once or twice. right? If you start off with a conservative drop in calories, so maybe you're eating 2,600 calories, you drop it down to about 2,200 calories, that gives you a little wiggle room, you know, maybe you're going down to 1900 and that's your minimum. So you have this 300 calorie kind of wiggle room to work with, right? And that's the best way to do it. So you can do this once or twice, drop your calories by like 200 each time you do this, mainly from carbohydrates. And, you know, you can do this. It's going to, it's going to give your weight loss, your diet, a little turbo boost. It's going to, kind of extend it for another couple weeks it's not going to be as long as the first diet round right so if you eat at that 2200 that's going to last maybe two months and then if you drop your calories a little lower that might only last a month and if you drop them lower again that might only last a couple weeks and then you're in the same place where you're going to have to increase those calories right but this works just don't go below 10 times your body weight just don't go too low too fast Option number two is refeeds. I've talked about this in a very early episode of the podcast, but these are really powerful in helping your diet work longer. So if you have a good amount of weight to lose, refeeds are really going to help you stick to that and they're going to help your body continue to drop the weight. What a refeed is, is basically you're going to boost your calories up once or twice a week and that's going to manipulate your hormones, your leptin levels. It's going to help you stick to your diet because it's, you're not going to constantly be in that low energy calorie deficit. Now, how you do this is basically, say you're eating at a calorie deficit, you might want to make that a little more dramatic of a deficit if you're going to put in refeeds. And then once a week, maybe on the weekends, you still track your food and you eat the same amount of protein, the same amount of fat, but increase your carbs dramatically and your calories and all those calories are coming from carbs they're going to go into your maintenance calories they're going to go up to that level or maybe even a little higher so if your maintenance is 2600 you're eating 2000 for your deficit on your refeed day you might boost it up to 2700 2800 and all those extra calories coming from carbs a very carb heavy day that's really going to help you continue to lose weight and your diet's going to keep on working longer. Once you get really lean, if you're already like in pretty good shape and you're just trying to get maybe like single digit body fat or something, uh, you might need to do two of these a week just to make sure your hormones are optimal. This is something I recommend everybody keeps in their diet at all times. This is an option because if you don't have it in there, this is going to help a lot. But I recommend everyone just from the very beginning starts having refeeds 
once a week with their calorie deficit. So there's your plan, right? You have an option to lower your calories. You have an option to add in the refeeds once a week. I also have a third option, and this is just to take a diet break completely. I also talked about this before in an earlier episode, somewhere like in the 10s or 20s, about the power of a diet break. Like if you're in a calorie deficit for a long time, it's very good for your mental state. It's very good for your psychology. It's very good just for your hormones and your body. If you just take a diet break and don't track your food, just make healthy choices and eat for energy and eat for health, that's going to make a huge difference. It can be a structured reverse diet like I've talked about where you increase your calories over time or it can just be a diet break where you're not worrying about losing weight. You're not trying to go for that goal. This is huge and it's something a lot of people might need to do. This is kind of a more extreme option, but if you've been having a calorie deficit for a long time, you probably need to just take a break from it, right? What I usually recommend to clients or people I'm giving advice to is that you don't stay in a calorie deficit, you don't diet for a long time because it's not healthy, right? Like I talk about, it's a stressor. Your body doesn't like it and it's not great for your health. It's not great for your metabolism. Optimally, you would have your calorie deficits very short, your cuts very short, max like three months, and then your maintenance level calories, your muscle gain phases, all these things really long, right? You would want most of your year, if not all of your year, to be eating at a maintenance calorie level or even a muscle gain calorie surplus level. This is something a lot of people don't do, right? Especially females, I see this in, but males too. If you have weight to lose, you're so focused on losing that that you're kind of yo-yo dieting all year long and you're not you're not introducing other phases of your nutrition. You're not focused on muscle gain. You're not focused on maintenance. You're just trying to lose weight all the time. And that's going to damage your metabolism. That's going to damage your hormone levels. That's going to damage your psychology, just your relationship to food and exercise. So it's important that you keep these cuts short, these calorie deficits short. I mean, that's the whole concept of a mini cut, which is what I'm going to talk about in a week or so, um, is this mini cut method where you're just have a short little calorie deficit for like a month and then that's it. And the rest of the time you're going to spend in that maintenance level calories, higher calories to eat for health, energy, and you know maybe even putting on some muscle is just going to help you in the long run. So you might need a diet break. You might need to shorten your calorie deficits altogether. Just to conclude, something really important here is that you're in touch with your own body, right? This is something I talk about a lot, and it's something that's really important because only you know what you need. You know how you're feeling. You know your energy levels. You know how you feel about food, and you know probably what your body needs. And if you don't, you just start getting in better touch with that, right? You can track all you want. You can have a coach. You can have spreadsheets. You can have calendars. You can have the apps. You can have the scale. And all that doesn't really mean much if you're not sure what your body is telling you. If your body's telling you, you know, if it's giving you signals like, man, get me out of this calorie deficit, I am craving food, and you've been in there for a long time, it might be time to take a diet break. But if your body, you know, you feel good and you're just kind of stalling out in the weight loss, maybe you can drop your calories. Just listen to your body and see just what it's telling you. Is it ready for lower calories? Is it needing higher calories? 
Be in touch with your body to know what you really need. Be in touch with your body to know if you even need to drop weight. Are you strong? Are you healthy? Do you have good energy? Is it something that you need to do, right? Do you need to get into single-digit body fat? There's a lot of questions to answer, and they can only be answered by you listening to your own body. So I recommend, I mean, this is a long process. I can recommend you get in touch with your body, and that's very, like, you know, it's kind of abstract, like some of the other things. Uh, it's something that's going to take a long time, but it can only happen through a lot of practice and you know, we're just working on this skill of getting good at tracking your food, eating intuitively, and making good choices. Foodie Friday. That'll do it for another Foodie Friday. This episode on what to do when your body stops or your diet stops working. Hopefully your body doesn't stop working. This is episode 105. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Um, if you like the show, just go leave a review on iTunes. That'll help a lot. If you leave a review, you'll be entered to win a free t-shirt, which who doesn't want a free shirt, especially when it's a triple F podcast shirt. So go leave your review. I'll do a drawing soon. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. We're wrapping up the month of September. Fall is coming. And uh I hope you guys just have a good weekend. I'll see you guys on Monday. Stay tuned because on Monday, another interview is dropping. This one with uh, Sal Stefano from Mind Pump. So that will be released early on Monday morning. So stay tuned for that. That's another longer interview. And it was great to hear what Sal had to say. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Hope you guys enjoy that. And I'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. 